child and adolescent mental health disorders 60% with depression and 80% with anxiety. I just felt kids numb to the kids world. Kids being bullied sometimes to It death. seems the passage of time has only made bullying worse. I've seen a lot of bullying happen. This is an issue that touches just about every family There's just a constant country. pressure, I guess, with everybody. It takes a lot of guts to talk about this. Welcome to Teen Talk, a podcast platform by teens for teens, where we have a chance to be heard. That's right. Real teens talking about real life, meeting teenagers where we are, and engaging in real conversations with each other and for each other. Our moderator is Jason Hopkins, president and CEO of National Alliance on Mental Illness, Arapahoe and Douglas Counties. He's also the president and founder of The Connection Project. We will explore the topics that matter most to teens today. It is a podcast for teens, by teens, proudly sponsored by Mountain High Appliance. Our goal is to meet you where you are and reinforce that you are not alone. We will discuss relevant topics, share personal stories, and inspire hope. Today, I have the honor and privilege of having a one-on-one conversation with a previous Teen Talk guest. She's a new college student this year, and we will discuss the challenges of starting college during a pandemic. But more importantly, she's a passionate crusader for mental wellness. Let's get started and learn more about how she's making a difference in the lives of others. Thank you for being here today. I'm grateful to have you back and look forward to learning more about what you've been up to since you were last here. Thank you for having me. Yeah, it's been uh, one heck of a ride (laughs) for all of us uh, last year, just with everything. Mental wellness has definitely become more of a focus for my age group, at least, with like finishing high school during the pandemic. We lost that in-person, one-on-one kind of connection we had. Um, A lot of it had to be through the screen online. And so that was kind of difficult to bear with, deal with. So what we've been trying to do is spread positive messages through social media, kind of text each other every once in a while, text our friends, how you doing? And um, the transition into college, as I'm a college freshman right now, has been interesting. Most of my classes are still online right now. Okay. Actually physically went to college, right? Yes, I'm, yep. I'm here now and I'm in the dorms actually with everyone. Okay. So how has that environment been? Um, Obviously being away from home, Mm -hmm. circumstances, do you think that it's gone better than you expected or not as well? What's your experience been like? It has definitely gone better than expected. <laughs> um, and actually, we've been very fortunate. I, I go to a smaller university, so I don't know how it is for other students at bigger universities, but the professors here at least have been very helpful in trying to reach out to us through email, online, uh, through messages on the online platforms. Um, and my peers have been super supportive, uh, super friendly. I mean, we've still been able to get to know people, which is good, and do activities. So everybody's hanging in together, it sounds like. Yes. (laughs) So when we started Teen Talk, I mean, really, it was a platform for teens to be able to talk about and unpack, you know, the things that they might be struggling with. And I don't think that's really changed in essence, Mm -hmm. although I think it has evolved. And, you know, I I have often said that there are some gifts, I think, that we've gotten from COVID, Mm -hmm. um, among them being that we're talking about mental health in a way that it's no longer the stepchild. You know, and I think we hear that saying a lot, it's okay to not be okay. Do you think, and it sounds like the work you're doing, 
really supports the fact that it's okay to talk about mental health. Absolutely. I, I definitely think this with COVID and everything, people are opening up a little more maybe to tackle these bigger issues. And we actually at school here, we started a mental wellness committee. And right now our goal is to try to get positive messages out and just figure out what we can do to bring awareness to make sure we take care of our mental health. What are you seeing in your peers? I mean, are, are people, is it different in college than it was when you experienced the newness going through your the rest of your senior year? Are we more settled into a routine now that people are, are doing better with it or What's the state of affairs? I think we are more settled into it, um, used to the routine, because at the beginning it was kind of difficult to self-motivate <laughs> and get the stuff done that needed to be done. And honestly, I feel like there's been a lot of attention on my age group throughout all this, even though everyone's going through it. Right. And, I mean, we've had a lot of support um, just with teachers and coaches, our parents, peers, whoever. So I definitely think collectively mental health is getting better as we are acknowledging it more. I think that's probably part of it. I mean, but do you also see that there's a, a, a bigger willingness for people to talk? It's not just what collectively we're talking, you know, we're using the words more, but it seems like people are talking more. Have you experienced that? Yes, I have. And I don't I don't know if it's because we've been online so we miss in-person communication right. or if it's just kind of a wake-up call so to speak, I guess, and just more awareness. Well, I've observed in other teen talk conversations we've had with teens throughout the pandemic, it mm -hmm. feels like the quality of the conversations are different. You know, again, you all were all pretty connected through technology devices, but it sounds like, and correct me if I'm wrong, you all are talking about things that maybe you wouldn't have talked about before because people are struggling differently than they would they would have been before or would have talked about before. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. It's kind of been an eye opener, I guess, kind of forced us all to tackle these things from a different viewpoint. Right. And just, yeah, figure out what we can do about it. Right. So what what has this taught you? I mean, this let's call it an experiment because it sounds like your boots on the ground doing work to help others. Like what what have you learned that's different than you what you thought and what what outcome are you experiencing that may be not as good or better? Well, I've learned that people are willing to talk about these things when you sit them down and ask them to be honest, which was kind of surprising. Not everyone may want to talk about you know, feelings or those things that are deep down. I don't know. It's been interesting to see some ideas or things we can do to help mental health and our mental wellness. And it goes from things like taking a break and doing yoga, like stretching to eating nutritional meals and just reaching out to one other person to make sure they're doing okay. Right. Well, that brings up an interesting point because I do think that it has forced us to look at how we support ourselves better or differently given the constraints we find ourselves in. I mean, I know you're an athlete. I'm assuming you're doing athletics in school. Like, how is that different? Well, it's different because I'm able to have that extra thing to go to. Okay. But with that being said, it also is an extra stress, so to speak, 
like something else that I have to do every day, you know, just school and then sports. Right. Focus because I'm on the golf team. So it's like you got to get up, go to practice and then get your schoolwork done. And time becomes kind of a issue, (laughs) kind of runs out in a day. It's a matter of balancing and finding time to just take a moment and breathe. Which, frankly, would probably be the same going to college and adjusting to a new schedule, whether we were in a pandemic or not. Right. Absolutely. So I'm assuming being that you play golf, that's a that's a more solitary sport than, you know, let's say other sports. Mm -hmm. Have you still been able to maintain a pretty consistent schedule around training? Yes, I I have been lucky enough to continue a pretty regular season because we're still able to play and travel a little bit. But I know at least at school here, the basketball and football teams had to wait quite a while, like the team sports. So I'm sure that kind of took its toll on those students, those student athletes. Right. So as you were preparing to go to school, were you pretty nervous about going into this new unknown, which would be a normal response anyways, but in in the midst of a pandemic, what was that like for you? (sighs) It was, it was interesting. Not at all what I expected because I was excited and nervous. Um, And when I got up here, I figured it would be difficult to meet new people and I would not be able to go out and do much but I have been able to make a lot of really cool relationships, meet some new people. So I've been lucky. Um, and I mean, all of us have. So all in all, you're not hating freshman year at college. No. (laughs) And you're not dying to go back home. I take it. No. (laughs) Sorry, parents, but nope. (laughs) That's okay. I mean, I think most teens dream of leaving the nest. And most parents probably dream of that too. I'm just, I'm just wondering if, if given the circumstances, if it, if it, you know, obviously it would be natural to be apprehensive about it given what we're all going through, but it sounds like it's been a mostly positive experience for you. Yeah, absolutely. And I just I think we have to look at the pandemic in a positive way. Like it's opened us all to a new perspective, a new viewpoint. And thankfully, we're able to talk about things like mental health. Right. You know, it's interesting because, again, I go back to we are talking about mental health in a way that we never have before. I I don't think it's the stepchild that it once was. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, people talk a lot about when can we get back to normal? And I don't know about you. I don't think we'll go back to normal. I mean, we may we may have a new normal that we adapt and evolve to. But mm-hmm. I think there are a lot of things that we will learn are forever changed. Does that feel like probably accurate where you are? Yes, I I don't think <laughs> we will ever return to what the normal used to be. Hopefully out of this, it'll communication will be easier, uh, especially talking about those more difficult things. So tell me about the, the mental health or mental wellness committee that you're working on at school. Like, what does that look like? I mean, are there, have you gotten other people involved? Like, do you have a, a dedicated mission? Of course. So we actually, we just started this group uh, okay. in December. We just, we got some student athletes together and it's run by two of the staff at the school. One of the members is a counselor here and the other one is a assistant athletic director. Okay. But it's a student athlete led group. And what we're doing right now is just trying to come up with ways that we can get information about upholding mental wellness out and 
how we can get kind of bring the public along to be able to talk about these things. And so right now we're thinking about starting up with an Instagram page. Okay. Um, and on that, we'll just, we'll send out positive messages, have some students be featured on it, talking about their own experiences and their, the things they deal with that cause stress and yeah, just throw out some ideas for what can be done, kind of taking a moment to breathe during the day, uh, whatever that means for different people. Right. Right. Yeah, I think that's great work. Are, are you finding I mean, obviously, the school supporting it, I think, is ideal. Mm-hmm. Um, the fact that they're providing some leadership and direction. Do you feel like people are pretty engaged in wanting to join this movement? I do. I, I really do. It's really cool to see. <laughs> we uh, we had our first meeting the middle of January this okay. year, and we only had about six or seven people. But okay. everyone was so engaged, so willing to talk and just kind of, we went through and each of us said something that stressed us out and each of us said a reason why we wanted to be part of this. So it was cool to see people were excited about it. And from, from that kind of sharing, did it, did it make you feel more impassioned about doing this work or recognize the importance of why now, or was it pretty much what you anticipated people's responses and reaction going to be? Did, was it the same or different? I was surprised, again, that people were willing to open up as much as they did. So what was the the starting point that that created a group like this? Like had something happened or it was just there was an interest and and you all started pursuing it? (laughs) It was it was just an interest. It was one of the basketball coaches up here. He got an idea for it because we're also part of something called SAC, which is a student athletic advisory committee. Okay. So we've been kind of brainstorming things we can do to help improve the school and the wellness of our student athletes and hopefully the students overall as a large body down the future, down in the future. And it was his idea. So we just kind of got it rolling and people got interested. So I love it. I love it. That's fantastic. So, I mean, you know, looking ahead, what would be a successful outcome in your mind? Well, um, I would hope that not only student athletes, the student athlete body here, but students everywhere on campus are willing to share their own stories about mental struggles or even just something they're looking forward to or something they enjoy and just kind of spreading a positive message to each other and becoming more supporting towards one another, I guess. I think that's great. I mean, there's no better work than just showing up and trying to help others if you can, where you can. I mean, I'm I'm always inspired by you. I um, I appreciate the good works that you're doing. As we wrap up here, give me one word that you're grateful for, one thing you're grateful for today. I, I like to wrap up on a positive note. Of course. <laughs> oh, I'm, graf- I'm grateful for a lot. But the word for today, let's see. It doesn't have to be a single word. Okay. Well, I am just, I'm grateful to be here. The moment. I'm grateful for the moment. I love it. The present moment is what we've got, right? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so much for your time and for the contribution you're making to your school. Keep keep shining your bright light, and I hope you'll come back and join us again and give us an update in the future. 
Thank you, Jason. I would love you. Thank you for your time. Absolutely. Talk to you soon. If you or someone you know is struggling or in crisis, please contact Colorado Crisis Services. They can be reached by text at 38255 or by phone at 844-493-8255. For a complete list of resources, visit 1043thefan.com, cozy101.com, or kygo.com and click on Mental Health Awareness located under the Strengthening Families page. The Teen Talk Podcast is presented by the Public Affairs and News Department of Bonneville, Denver. Please don't text and drive.